Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, uh, Camino. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks is coming in hot as it is Broncos week. Are Dan and Bill still feeling very weird after losing week one against the Packers? Or have they moved on and are they focused on visiting old friend Vic Fangio at Denver? The boys of Zero Doinks will investigate the Broncos roster. How do they compare to the Bears? A deep dive into the history of Broncos versus Bears as well. What does Vegas think of the game? We'll talk to you about it. The debut of Bears Fantasy Corner. A little bit of time spent in the Big Ten Minute and lots of other surprises for your ears to dip deep into. Welcome back. Episode 7, Zero Doinks. Buckle up. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. All right. Episode 6, Zero Doinks. How you seven. doing, Bill? Oh, seven. I'm sorry. We count the emergency okay. one. Yeah, that is six, and I'm doing pretty well, Dan. How are you doing? Uh, I've been better. You know, I've been I've been stewing on this Packers game since Mm. Thursday, and things don't seem good, Bill. I've been told we suck. We're washed up. Mitch was a horrible choice. Pace needs Uh. to be fired. I mean, do we just start looking at college quarterbacks at this? Is Jalen Hurts going to be the guy? I don't. I don't know. What do you think? I think I've been thinking since our emergency doink on Friday, I've been thinking we just tank. We tank for two. We, tank, we yeah. just, we you do. You could call. Yeah, Trade we'll probably, everyone. Yeah, we probably will get the number one pick at this point, but tank yeah. for two, I like that. I hadn't heard that before. Uh, you know, it's sad. You know, we wasted a good defense. Do we trade Mac at this point or? Yeah, we flip we... them. We flip them for yeah. parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where wherever mm-hmm. Rick Fieldsman works, I bet he's got a yep. lot of spare parts. And uh, who's the next coach? Do we fire Nagy now, or do uh, we wait a couple weeks? I say we week five. Week five, first coach fired. Okay. Week five. Okay. Um, yeah, coach in waiting would be uh, Harry Heastead probably, just to yeah, carry us f- through. Oh, and uh, he's a freak in the sheets too. Yeah, it's real sad. I'm, probably gonna unload some tickets if anyone's yeah. interested half price uh but yeah mm-hmm. just reading all everything from the local media it's just just awful dan weeder mm-hmm. man you've really mm-hmm. made me see the light you were right all along all these he months was. so oh those paragraphs that he wrote mm-hmm. in the last couple months i mean he was spot on and we really we really should have given him yeah. some some serious props and I right. you know what I'm gonna reach out to him and apologize for the see me after class that I did a couple of weeks ago and 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 yeah he he's right he is so right after one week yeah yeah you, you know what Bill what I'm just fucking kidding me we're, too we're just fucking fine if you're thinking all that shit in Mahomes oh we don't have Mahomes we don't oh. have Watson. you know what quit being a fucking loser Quit being yes. a goddamn loser. Shut How up! How do you feel all that much differently after one fucking game? Our defense game. is awesome. Fucking yes. grow up. Mitch grow up. and Nagy are going to get their shit together this week. Yep. Grow the fuck up. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Do you remember a Bears team that went 15-1? and one? Uh, Super Bowl, Super Bears. Oh, what do you know? Big fucking deal. We lost one game and we're going to bounce back real hard this week yeah we were just fucking with you guys but if you really are thinking that way shut up just shut up shut up right now quit being a goddamn loser i bet you suck at life I bet you have a Cody Parkey jersey on right now and you're crying somewhere. You know what? If you're really thinking that way, you might as well press stop on this podcast because Zero Doinks is not for you. Not for you. Fuck no. you. Fuck you. See uh, you next yeah. segment. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Zero Doinks. 
Welcome back to episode 6.5 of Zero Doinks. Um, Sorry about that. No, it's great. It's great. It doesn't really matter. It's more for Buzzsprout to know where we're at in terms mm-hmm. of our archives. Who cares? This is this is too much inside podcast talk. My apologies. Inside um, baseball. Yes. Where's Michael Lewis when you need him? Um, so... <laughs> So last night, the Broncos kicked off their season at Oakland, which, God, that stadium is so horrible. Broncos lost. They're 0-1. The Bears are 0-1. I did a lot of uh, watching in the game. I know you watched some, but that's really not the point. We can talk a little bit about that in a minute. What I want to talk to you about and what you want to talk to the audience about, Dan, is taking a look at the Broncos' 2019 roster, what they look like, how they may compare to the Bears for Week 2, and, and all that good stuff. So, you know, what do you what do you think of the Broncos this year, Dan? Well, first of all, I'm not going to lie to you. This is not very in-depth roster talk. Good. Uh, just, I mostly scan the roster initially for any Illini, ex-Illini Ooh. players, Ooh. ex-Gophers, on yep. the 53-man roster and the practice squad. Are there any? There were none. Oh. So we can move mm. on there. But, okay. yeah, the, obviously Vic, Vic Fangio uh, mm. is the head coach now. And I don't know your thoughts. He looked he looked like a coordinator on the side. He looked very confused. I'm lost. so glad you said that. So I took some notes while watching Monday Night Football after oh, a couple yes. of hams. And yes. one of my notes was, um, and I'm quoting from my notes, Vic looks weird on sideline with hoodie-less sweatshirt and play yep. card. So, yep. Yeah, he did. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing. He's always very cleanly shaven, I've noticed, too, which makes me mm-hmm. uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like he's the kind of guy that would have a lot of scruff, and he never does. It throws me no. off. Yeah, especially the Vic Fangio, like a, like a nice olive-skinned Italian fellow. Fangio's Italian, right? I don't know. Am I making that up? I don't know. Sicilian. He looked lost, and I think one of the one of my favorite clips that I saw on Twitter was him holding up the play card, calling in plays, but he wasn't holding it up high enough, so you could very <laughs> clearly see his mouth. It was serving awesome. no purpose. It's just he he looked lost. It made me feel a little bit better going into next week. Um, and the old, so also looking at the roster, who are the ex Bears? The only ones Bryce Callahan. And he's yes. he's hurt, so he's not even going to play. It sounds like he might be out for a while. I saw they're yeah. they're calling around to see who's who's available to take his spot. Right? That's not good. Yeah, I didn't know that until last night. I don't know if you did, but I, I didn't I, either. No. Yeah, it sounds like it's the same foot injury that he lost. You know, the last quarter of the season with mm-hmm. in the playoff game and. I don't know if it hasn't healed or if he re-injured it. Not a big research guy, but um, but it's not. That's really bad for them, considering they spent a ton of money on him to play the slot, and that makes our boy Ryan Pace look extra smart. Obviously, he knew something that uh, maybe the Broncos didn't. Although Fangio probably should have yeah. known something. Yeah, I did see. Uh, I think he re-injured it in. It said July. Would that have been OTAs? Yeah, I don't know what probably. Is. So I saw he got stepped on, and that's how he injured oh, his foot. And I, yeah, okay. he just—I think he's a little bit cursed. I mean, yeah, he's he's been uh, injury prone. That's for sure. Yeah. Dan, do you know who Denver's offensive coordinator is? No, no, oh, neither I do mean, I. Oh, okay. I, no, I don't know. Oh, he's. I mean, <laughs> I thought he, you were gonna like say it was Dowell Loggins. No, I get no, excited. it might as but well be. The, no, he's I... with the Jets, right? <laughs> oh no, he I have is, no idea. No, I don't know. Adam Crazy Eyes Gaze. Yeah, <laughs> that cokehead. Uh, I, I've never. All I know is I wrote down O coordinator is a first year dude, and I've never heard of him. And I, so yeah. I didn't even look him up. I just heard his name, and Steve Levy said his name, and I thought, oh. who's that? What a horrible yeah, idea it. for Vic, right? He should have an experienced yes. dude there as he's the defensive guru. That's that's trouble. I it definitely I don't know if Denver looked sloppy last night. They kind of yeah. looked maybe a little like the Bears. The defense wasn't scary at all. I mean, no. Derek Carr actually looked competent back there, which was encouraging, I guess, for Mitch this week, but they yeah. yeah, their offensive line was bad. Like our defense is gonna eat them apart. I, I I felt so much better after watching them last night. Maybe it was a product of being the late game on that weird field in Oakland. I don't know. I Yeah, that doesn't help. That did make the Broncos look terrible, and that field is disgusting. The um, 
the Broncos had to put in their backup right tackle. I think their starter got hurt and and immediately gave up a sack. And I thought, oh, oh the, Whoa, yeah, baby, trouble, yeah, baby. baby, yeah. And they did. And the Raiders beat them, beat their DBs deep a ton. And Derek mm-hmm. Carr might as well be throwing left-handed, right? And he, and he, looked, he was he looked, smoking. He he, he did. Looked he looked decent. great. Yeah, he I did. Was shocked. He did. Yeah. But that but that I gotta say is has to be at least partially a product of the Broncos defense looking horrible. Yeah. Which would, they were supposed know. to be good. Right. I mean, well, yeah, they were Chubb hyping up that. And, uh, it was at Miller. Was that, are awesome. Are the, yeah. Is Miller still good or is he, it feels like know. he's been doing it forever, but was that just a product of Fangio taking over and thinking they were just immediately yeah. going to be good. And yes. also the, on the flip side, that's why everyone just assumed the bears defense would be shitty because he was gone. Um, yes. So, I don't know. Vic, you're a loser now. Nobody likes you. No, no. We have turned Um, on you big time. Anything else jump out to you? Philip Lindsay, he looks pretty good. He's fast. Uh, but he doesn't scare. Uh, yeah. He doesn't scare me. Um, no, their skill position guys don't scare me at all. I wrote down um that it takes a non-elite team to get shut out by Oakland in a half because the, the Broncos <laughs> did get shut out and the, oh, and the yeah. Raiders last year gave up the most points in the NFL. Oh, so that's yikes. not a good look for the statue nah. Joe Flacco. And it's hard to tell week 1 if the Raiders are actually better than we thought, the Broncos are worse. It's it's hard yeah. to tell cuz even the Raiders defense looked pretty solid as well, but I'm not buying any of that. They're they're a trash team as well. Yeah, I think the only redeeming quality, and not for you and I, but for our buddy Tim, who's listening in Iowa, he's got to love watching the Broncos with Iowa grad uh, Noah Fant on offense for the Broncos and Josie Jewell on defense, number 47. <laughs> he looks like I, I kept thinking it was John Lynch over there and he was going to, you know, make a real bad draft pick or something. But he was he was flashing on the screen every once in a while. <laughs> Jewell. Oh God, Tim! Shut up. Just a little bit time talk for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but keep listening to Zero Dunks. We love yeah, you. Yeah, please. Thanks, Tim. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah. Anything else with the? I mean, nothing. Nothing scares me. I, I feel so much better no. after watching the Broncos. They, they couldn't uh, yeah. have been less. They were. They were trash. I don't know. They were trash. They were trash. So. Uh, rumor has it you pulled some historical data oh, of yes, Bears, yes. Bears, yes. Broncos, just to look, you know, give a little context as we uh, as we all watch at three o'clock or three o five or three twenty five. I'm not even sure what kickoff is this week. Um, so I'm curious about. We have not talked about this. I want to know nope. how deep your history dive went. Well, all right. Let me start by saying the game is at three twenty-five. Thank you. And I can't recall who the play-by-play guy is, but I saw it was it's, your boy Mark Schlereth. Yeah, it's Dick Stockton I, and Mark and Mark Schlereth on color. Yep. Mm-hmm. You hate Mark Schlereth. You're I the only person I them. really hate. I literally have no opinion of him at all. He's, but he, he he will say, "I wish that there was a Vegas line over under of how many times he says physicality." I Ooh. would put that at six and a half. Okay. Well. I'll take the I'll take the under. Let's just go You're ahead. Be and, wrong. Let's call it. All right. So I mostly wanted. I was doing a deep dive of when the Bears played the Broncos last, when the last win was. Blah 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 blah. That was too many blahs. So let me just run through it real quick. The last time we played Denver was November eleventh, twenty fifteen. You're, you're shaking your game, head. Actually. Yes, you remember it. Yep, we lost a uh, home game, seventeen fifteen. Uh, Jeremy Lankford scored with 24 seconds, and then they tried to run in a two-point conversion to um, to tie it up. Didn't make it in. Whoops. But uh, that was Brock Osweiler's first career start for Peyton Manning. And, um, yeah, it ended in a loss. And that was their Super Bowl year, right? That was. And fun fact, uh, if we need a secret for Sunday – I think we should put Mitch in a Brock Osweiler jersey because oh. Vic Fangio is 0-3 against Brock Fangio. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Brock Fangio. Brock <laughs> Osweiler. He might as well be his kid, though, because he's <laughs> Fangio's been throwing the game, apparently. They lost to him when Osweiler yeah. was a Houston quarterback, Miami yeah. quarterback last year. And yep. then, uh, yeah, Denver he's a 15. Bears. He's a Bears killer. Where is Osweiler yes. now? Is he still alive? Uh, I think he might be dead. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think he keeps growing too. I think he's like seven foot five right now. Yeah, which um, would be amazing. 
considering but, he passed away in 17. Yeah, too bad. No, actually, uh, but, he, but he beat us last year. <laughs> not big research, guys. Oh, nope. Um, not all right. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, anyway. receiver for the Bears that day. Do you want to guess? Brandon Marshall? Ooh, close. Marquise Wilson. Oh, wow. Marquise Wilson. I had such high hopes for that Washington <laughs> State Cougar. Yep, yep. All right, last win against uh, the the good old Bronx was November 25th, 2007. I'm just going to go ahead and say that was Thanksgiving Day, but I have no facts to back that up. Actually, that doesn't make sense. It wouldn't have been Thanksgiving Day because there's no Lions (laughs) or Cowboys involved, so immediately incorrect. Uh, Okay, so this game was an overtime game. Bears won 37-34. Said Ben, RIP, led the team Mm. in rushing with 47 yards. Ooh, awesome. Denver was up 34 to 20 in the fourth quarter, which is awesome. That we, I don't, I don't remember this game. What year is this? 2007? 07. 07. Huh. Uh, Hester returned a punt and a kickoff for touchdowns. God, I don't remember that at all. I don't either. Uh, Jay Cutler it... and Brandon Marshall were playing for the Broncos. Huh? I, I don't remember. In, this was it in Chicago or Denver? Yeah. Did you write that in there? Chicago. Yeah. It was? Yep. Damn. I, that is a complete mystery to me. I am blanking 100%. Who yeah. was the quarterback for the Bears? Did you uh, take that? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Grossman? Was the... Maybe. I think yeah, it was Grossman. Probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was Grossman. But, yeah. Weird. I mean, it sounds totally like an exciting weird. game. I mean, just anything Hester. Uh, I miss Hester so much. That was oh, so electric. Why? Uh, still to this day, I don't understand why teams kick to him. But I'm grateful yeah. for you doing so, you stupid idiots. Thanks, special um, team coaches. All right. Now we'll go to special teams coaches. Last, Good. Our last win in Denver. Just a few fun facts around our last win. The movie Elf had just dropped in theaters. Oh. Uh, hit songs at that time were In the Club by 50 mm. Cent and Hey Ya by Outkast. I was also still in college. That was Ooh. November twenty third, two thousand three. We won that game nineteen to ten. Chris Chandler and Cordell Stewart threw for a hundred eleven yards, zero <laughs> touchdowns, zero interceptions. Jake zero Plummer zero doinks. Jake Plummer was leading the way for Denver. He threw for one hundred seventy six yards. Real heyday of offenses here. Wow. Anthony Thomas led the Bears with sixty yards. How did we win this game? Shit. Oh, and, three. Uh, oh, so three. I was. Were you with? I was not working. Okay. I was not working for them. I thought I was for a minute, and I thought I totally forgot. It's basically the same team, though. That yeah, is terrible. You and, you and brother Dave were overseas, tonguing each other, probably. Oh. Uh, Claymores. Clinton Portis did have uh, 165 yards. That was a real wasted effort. And uh, Ed McCaffrey just returned from injury, apparently, for that game. Christian's yeah. dad for you youngins. Uh, so that was the last win in Denver. Um, and then 2011, just one of no, it was the stupid Marion Barber oh, game. And uh, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow. had yep. a, a horseshoe so far up his ass that year. That was really weird, but it was brutal. I was absolutely, I remember I, I had some event I had to go to and for the second half and I was, feverishly checking the box score and it seemed like we had it absolutely oh, in the bag. and no we didn't no we thanks Marion barber ex gopher um, yeah that's true have you have you ever been to denver bill i have been to denver never been to mile high or whatever we're calling it these days um I uh, I I turned down a job with Denver actually Whoa. to work for the Bears. So I, I I have a fondness in my heart for the Broncos, and I often think to myself, how different would my life be had I said yes to that job? I would be smoking weed all the time. That is for yeah, damn no sure. Doubt. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I've had family that's lived in Denver. I have never been to a game there. They have a great reputation. They have pretty good fans, so I, I have nothing bad to say about the Broncos, really. I don't know if you do. I, I don't know. I've never hated uh, them. No, I'm pretty indifferent. Uh, yeah. I've never been to Denver, but I've always been curious, This the high-altitude air, is it really that big of a deal? Like, like the, you know, the idea that it's hard to win in Denver and that's a, somehow a factor, is it? 
is it noticeable? I, I guess I, I can never wrap my arms around it, whether it's real or not. It's, uh, I mean, compared to other places I've been, it's not as noticeable, I would say, but that is, I mean, I'm not running around on the field, but, um, I mean, they're 51, eight and two in weeks one and two at home since 1970. So apparently in September, it is a factor. And I don't know why it would be such a factor early in the season versus late. I, I don't know. I, I'm really bad at weather things. You know what I mean? I'm trying to picture you uh, being a full-blown like Colorado guy, like an insufferable mountain man with a yeah. real scraggly beard and oh. just just talking about IPAs way too much. Oh, yeah, you'd be can't the worst. picture it. Thanks for yeah. not doing that. Thank you. No, it was a, it was a great decision to work for the beloved. I'm actually wearing sweatpants right now that I got in 2002 from equipment manager Tony Medlin, who's still there. Oh. So. My sweatpants right now are almost old enough to vote. That's how great they are. <laughs> they are so cozy, and you would have no idea that they were that old. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you and Tony. Thanks, buddy. I you really appreciate it. that. But Bears in Denver, we're going to be – this is going to be a win. This is going to be our most recent win this week. Zero doinks. Uh, zero doinks. We will talk Vegas lines after this. Yep. See you next segment. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman, and you're listening to – Zero doinks. Welcome back to Zero Doinks Episode 7. Well, if you've listened to any previous episodes, you understand that Dan and I love talking about betting lines. Sometimes we'll even throw our own cash at Ameristar, for example, on a game. Uh, this is an never interesting go again. one. Never, go <laughs> never again. going Fuck back place. ever, except for Dan's second Sorry. honeymoon. Apologies. Um, <laughs> uh, this Vegas line has been all over the map for, for Bears-Broncos. Dan, have you been monitoring since the Bears' loss on Thursday and early lines versus current lines? What's What's been going on? Yeah, it's it's been funky before the Denver played last night. It's kind of been bouncing between a pick uh, Bears have been favored by one, dogs by one. But now after the Broncos played, it seems to have settled around Bears minus two and a half, which I think I think that feels right. I mean, it's kind of yeah. enough to give you pause on. I mean, I, obviously, I think we have our opinions of which way we would hammer on that one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it seems to be settled at two and a half. Maybe it gets up to three. Um, it looks like. Public money is already coming in on the Bears. I see like 84% of bets right now are on the Bears already. Yeah. So don't love maybe that. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll, no, but it'll, you know, maybe it'll just move the line a bit. Maybe it'll just move to three. I don't know. But yeah, after the Bears' performance last week, you'd think Denver would bounce back a little bit. It feels like it, it could be close. So three feels right. Yeah. That, does feel like it should be close and i would say um what do you think the line would have been had the bears won week one what do you think vegas out there? um and everything stays the same with denver yeah i don't i don't think no i don't see not that high probably be five four and a half five it'd be probably a bit of a smaller bump but it'll i mean if the bears would have lit up the packers maybe it would have gotten higher but um I got you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What? Who do you like? I mean, I, I have a good guess, but I. <laughs> it is zero doinks after all. <laughs> I would bang. I'd bang the Bears minus two and a half. It, I'd feel a little irpy if it went up to three, but I'd still do it. And part of the reason that I feel good about their ability to bounce back from week one is is our boy Mitch. He had three games last year with sub 70 QB rating, which he had week one against the Packers. He was in the high sixties. He last year, he followed up two of those games with rating with QB rating over a hundred. And the Ooh. third game that he didn't was against Minnesota when Harrison Smith, you know, took out oh, his shoulder. Yeah, with a yeah. Cheap shot. So Heck. it's, it's positive to think that, you know, Mitch has been saying the right things. Nagy's been saying the right things, but are they actually going to follow through with them? And last year, at least they did. So right. we shall see. Yeah, and it's, I, it's I, I'm only worried that Mitch is going to put even more pressure on himself than it seems like he 
I don't know if that's hindering his play at all, but, you know, just go out there. And maybe being away from the home crowd will help. It might. And yeah. And I think, right. Nationally, he's getting smoked. Locally, he's getting smoked. I think the only way that he can change the narrative, I would think, is if he closes games out better. And yep. I think if he leads the Bears back to, to winning, uh, you know, a game coming from behind, I think that would change. I think a case in point last night, Deshaun Watson. I, I don't know if you watched that game. It was awesome. The Texans uh, Saints game one of Monday Night Football. People love Deshaun anyway, so he's mm-hmm. going to get a, 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 a lot of credit no matter what. I love Deshaun Watson. You love Deshaun Watson. Who yep. couldn't? But if you really look at it, late in the third um, last night, he threw a pick in the end zone, that he, but he was saved by a flag. Late in the third again, he threw a pick into triple coverage in the red zone. The Saints took the ball, scored, they took the lead for the first time, totally flipped the game. The series after that, he took two sacks for minus 17 yards. The series after that, he took two more sacks, and he had time in the pocket. He just couldn't pull the trigger. But then it's all forgotten because he made, on the final yeah. drive, the Texans had the ball, he made two unbelievable throws, mm-hmm. including the touchdown pass to put him up that everybody thought they would have won. But he didn't have 200 yards passing go- until that final drive. Mm-hmm. So, But he changed it because he was clutch. It was yeah. he made unbelievable plays, and and I bet if that was Mitch, I don't know that he'd get the same love that Deshaun got, just because Deshaun has the credit, right? He's got right. equity, um, but that just goes to show you nobody's talking about how shitty Deshaun was for third and most of the fourth quarters. I didn't see one thing on Twitter about it. So, no. No. case in point, just Mitch play better overall, of course, but certainly close the game better. If had he not thrown fucking pick to adrian amos we may not be all you know in cardiac arrest this week right mm-hmm. we, there'd be a bit of a panic i think the bears there'd still be a bit of a panic on mitch you know and uh, Nagy's talked about it you know since thursday and everyone's beat it into the ground they just need to run the ball more i mean they just, yes. just stick with it and if it's you know you get stuffed first drive stick with it don't just give up on it so mm-hmm. if montgomery gets rolling you know, if they can get Co in the ball in space, that's just going to help Mitch out that much more. So that's yep. going to be huge. Where um, would you go? Uh, we didn't ask you. Where would you go? Yeah. I'm I'm, oh, yeah. I'm banging the Bears minus two and a half. What are you doing? Are you banging uh, yeah. the Bears oh, also? Fucking kidding me? Of course I am. You know, the uh, I was looking at the over under while you were talking. It's at 40 and a half right now. I wow. would. I'd. Well, what would you do? I'll yeah, that my... seems really low, doesn't yep, it? That yep. feels... I feel like but there's then... going to be points. I feel like there's going to be points this game. Yeah, even even if the Bears' defense plays well, you got to figure on the road, it's, it's probably not going to be one of their better games with right. the, with the conditions, so to speak. Um, you know, kind of thinking of Miami last year at Miami, where they just got exhausted because it was 900 right. degrees. Not that it's going to be 900 in Denver, but you know what I mean. So yeah, I would go over. I could see both teams being in the twenties, at least the twenties. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that seems really low, and uh, maybe it's a sucker bet. <laughs> I also look at that, I go, that's really low. That feels like a sucker bet, and I am king of sucker bets, and I'm always <laughs> on the wrong side of them. So, uh, but I, <laughs> yeah, I think be, I actually, if I think if you made me pick one of those Bears minus two and a half or the, oh, I'd probably take the over. Okay. Yep. And you'd be points all day. sweating it with a six to three halftime score. Yep. Yep. That's right. Uh, that seems yeah. about right. Now yeah. bears will have, it'll be 14, 14, three and a half. Oh, that would be amazing. That would, and I'll still uh, be sweating it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> still would not be on target, yep. but I get your point. Definitely get your point. Well, you know, I think, uh, Vegas is rarely too far off when the money comes pouring in. Uh, that didn't even make sense, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real sharp. We really, we, I wish yeah. that Rick Fieldsman would call in right now and give his pick. Although I think he did put no, something on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, yeah. oh, I did. I did not see it. I think he said it's likely that the bears are not going to win a game the rest of the year. Oh, I saw that Jesus. on Twitter. Well, that pisses me off since he hit the number exactly that the Bears team told last week. So now I'm immediately worried. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Well, Rick, Rick's a little dramatic also. Let's just say that and, you know, just gets grow some thumbs back. <laughs> what, what, like an octopus? What, what, yeah. what I don't understand. Do octopuses have thumbs? Well, do they grow back their t- You know, I, I don't know. This has gotten weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not a big, not a big animal guy. Not They're a not big... animals. They're what are they called? Oh no, I'm not a big nautical guy. <laughs> there it is. But I'm feeling naughty. <laughs> we'll see you next segment. Zero dorks. The debut of Bears Fantasy Corner. Welcome back to Zero Doinks, episode 6.9. Nice. This is Fantasy Corner. We gave it a shot last week, and we had some major technical difficulties. I sounded like I was inside of a tunnel or a giant's asshole. I apologize (laughs) for that, Bill. Uh, Was it Lawrence Taylor's, by any chance? Um, uh, <laughs> that took me a minute. Yes, it yeah, was. Right. Yeah, no problem. Uh, but no, welcome back to the debut of Fantasy Corner. This is where Dan and I give great advice to you rotisserie players out there. We will tell you what bear you must have in your starting lineup to win week two against whatever opponent you're going against. So week two, you know, we already talked about it. The Bears are at Denver. It's uh, it's it's gonna be altitudey. It's probably gonna be sunny. It's probably you know the sun's gonna be setting. You know around five twenty-five. It's gonna be in everybody's eyes. So you know what you do with all of those strange elements. You run the ball, and who do you put the ball? Whose stomach do you put the ball into? That is rookie David Montgomery. That is who. You Damn it, that's who I was going to pick. Oh, Shit. man. I mean, man. he he's going to shine. He got what? He, he had very few attempts in week one. So you feel pretty good about Montgomery week two fantasy-wise? I love him. Yeah. He's gonna, I mean, I don't think they have any choice. They're, Nagy's going to get pelted with Denver eggs. I don't know why Denver fans would throw it at him. But if, he, if they're not running the ball and they do the same shit they did last week, he is going to catch a lot of shit. I yes. like montgomery this week but you know i'll go with mitch i think mitch is gonna have at least he's gonna have over 25 fantasy points this week yes yes. he's just he's he's gonna be rolling out a lot more he's gonna get a lot of those points with his hot legs and he's gonna get he's gonna hit some he's probably gonna hit a little a rob on the run anthony miller's gonna get a a little bit more involved Hopefully he's not playing special teams again. That was real weird last week. Um, but yeah, our top Bears performer last week was Allen Robinson. He had just shy of 12 points. And I'm using the point system in our own league. Deal, Just fucking deal with it. You don't need to know every no. single goddamn stat that goes yeah. into it. God, but stop, stop just clouding up our feed. You're, you've all been bitching about our, our fantasy points on social media. No. Oh. Oh, uh, you guys don't have kickers? You're a bunch of losers. No, you're the loser. Kickers suck. Zero doinks. At zero doinks, by the way. Follow us. Say whatever you want. We'll respond. Yeah. All right. So uh, just as league as a whole, week one, do you want to guess who the top three uh, performers were in the league? Sure. I will guess, and I truly don't know the answer to any of this. I'm going to guess Patrick Mahomes was one of the top three. Oh, I'm nope. Lamar Jackson. Yes, he was top. He had 47 fantasy points. Wow. Whoa. Uh, are the other two also quarterbacks or neither of what, what, what positions? Can one, you throw me a position? One quarterback, one wide receiver. One wide receiver uh, and one quarterback. Uh, I'm blanking on whatever the other uh, – Dak Prescott? You got no. it. 46 oh, fantasy shit. points. Okay. And then I, the didn't, I was out. shocked, too. Oh, uh, I didn't realize he had that big of a day. I'm going to say Hopkins from last night. Oh, no. Sammy Watkins. He had 40 points. Okay. Um, Yeah, he was crazy. I thought he died a few years ago. He's still around? That's shocking. uh, When Sled, and not to bore people with our league, but when Sled took him in our auction, I thought, is he even on the Chiefs anymore? I honestly didn't know. No, me neither. Uh, And Deshaun Jackson, out of nowhere. Jesus Christ. Back on the Eagles. He has to be in his mid-50s by now. Oh, um, so my favorite was looking up the bottom three performers. One guy, I literally just wrote down his name. I don't I don't know who he is. Uh, and I'll see. Well, the, the worst performer of the week was Josh Rosen. 
at a negative <laughs> two point two point oh five points. Awesome. Uh, and then the next one was Quincy Enua. Why is he's a wide receiver for the Jets? Okay, I remember. Is that vaguely. right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I well, I, he was last year, so I, okay, I don't know. Okay. Can't back and then up. let's see if you know who this is. Jakeem Grant. No, no idea. Okay, I don't have a fucking clue either. Just throw him into the James Vodders pile of people we don't know and care to look ups. But he also he's was probably... a negative one point seven five. Wow. I'm going to guess he's related to Christian Crooner Amy Grant. That's, that's just a guess. You know? I think we were going to say Horace, but Amy Grant really threw me off there. Yeah, she has a couple of Christmas tunes that really tickle at the heartstrings. Okay, okay. Hey, who do you prefer, Horace or Harvey Grant? You know, I um, I prefer Harvey the Rabbit. Is is that a cartoon from back in the day? I'm really aging myself, even though I'm 39. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh God, wasn't it John Lithgow in yep, that? You got yeah. it. You got it. Yeah, that's that was a weird movie. Incredibly weird. I feel like John Lithgow could play Vic Fangio in a movie about oh. his life. He's equally he kind of clean looks, shaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, a little real confused look on the sideline. Yeah, he's got that pouch and. Yeah, confused look, kind of rubbery mm-hmm. face, mm-hmm. and can probably call one hell of a defense. I think so. It's, this yeah. is helpful for fantasy football players out there, right? I think so. I mean, we are basically uh, whatever that Evans guy and Matthew Barry and all those guys. We yep. This is much better than their segments. Yeah, so, all right, so let's recap. Yes. Uh, start Horace Grant this week. Yep. Uh, John Lithgow. And yeah. don't start Josh Rosen. Don't start Josh Rosen and uh, Quincy Amumie. Also, you might yep. want to leave on your bench. Uh, but play Allen Robinson, David we didn't Montgomery. Say that, but we could, yeah. Mitch, no, we didn't Mitch. say that. Um, <laughs> I think we covered yeah. it all. I think so. I probably avoid Adam Shaheen if we're going with somebody oh. to avoid. Probably do that. You know, what we didn't talk last week was when Shaheen dropped the ball and Kyle Long came sliding into his legs. You remember that oh. play? It was like <laughs> Kyle Long thought it was a dead ball, and Shaheen's just standing there next to the ball. And, yeah, and Kyle Long just comes sliding in and takes him out. It was, it was peak Shaheen for sure. Yeah, yeah. like wobbly giraffe legs can't. Can't even avoid his own fucking teammates. But why is I Kyle Long believe. sliding into him anyway? I'm surprised he didn't take Shaheen's helmet off and start beating him, actually. Oh, Shocking. Too, too soon. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, at least Shaheen's possibly healthy going into week two. That's a new record for him, so we got that going for yeah, us. Yeah, good call. Well, there's plenty of week left. Plenty of week left. This has been Bears fantasy corner thank you for listening best of luck for your fantasy squad this week zero doinks fuck you matthew barry does dan like the gophers this week how about bill's illini it's the big 10 minute Zero Doinks, episode 7.2. Now it's time for Big Ten Minute. Bill, why don't you fill us in how your stupid Illini did last week? The Illini are 2-0, undefeated, moving up. I am shocked they did not also receive votes for the top 25 going into week three. They defeated the UConn Huskies. They did not cover, though, so I am now 1-1 in the Big Ten Minute. You are zero and two. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, sh- okay. I'm all right, one right. and I may one. Have, I may have was... jumped the gun. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. it was a push. It was a push. No, so, no, that's fine. No, how we'll, dare you? We'll jump into the Gophers. No, you're you're correcting the record. That is good because you and I have high stakes on this. We need <laughs> to be accurate. So I totally get it. The um, the line I came back from an early deficit. There was a quick pick six for my guy Brandon Peters. Things 
were looking a little strange. It, it felt very Illini football, like they'd go in as 20-point favorites and lose outright. They did yep. not. They they won. They're 2-0. So this week, they're back at home, back in beautiful Champaign, Illinois, minus 8.5 against Eastern Michigan, who I assume is in the MAC. Um, that's an assumption. Should have looked that up. Not a big no, that's research right. guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay, so they already defeated the Akron Zips from the MAC, so they might as well go 2-0 against uh, the MAC this year. They are definitely going to win outright. I am going to put my neck out. The Illini are covering that 8.5, and, and they are winning by 10. They're going to go into a night game, the first Big Ten game of the year, hosting the Nebraska Huskers. They're going to be 3-0, and and the crowd is going to be raucous. I can't wait. I really want to go, and I'm not even lying about that. So, But they better defeat the Eastern Michigan uh, Eagles. Birds. Yeah, they're a bird. Some, of some type sort. of bird. A yeah, falcon. They are. But they are covering 8.5. Dan, your turn. All right. Uh, well, first of all, we both agree the Illini should not be given 20-some on the road, right? Yeah, to that anybody. was... Uh, I mean, I would say the same. No, I love agreed. the Gophers. I would say the same thing about them. It, it just was shouldn't happen. so stupid. It, and I know I picked the Illini last week, and, uh, you know, you we'll, we'll just to. leave it. You we'll just to. leave it at that. Yeah. I had to. Um, no, it, it, it could have been a D2 team. They probably shouldn't have been a 20-point-plus favorite. Yeah. No way. Agreed. Uh, so the Gophers last week went to Fresno State, won a thrilling game in overtime. Game was ended on an Antoine Winfield Jr. interception in the end zone. Yes, that Antoine Winfield, it's his son. And that's exactly how he ended the game last year against Fresno State. So two years in a row, that's how that's how it went down. Um, so, yeah, they pushed. They were given three. Uh, won by a field goal in overtime. Full disclosure, I fell asleep probably halfway through the third quarter because I'm old. I have children. Uh, I was at my in-laws' house. I had quite a few beers. So a little, little dis- hands up. Couldn't make it. Uh, hands up, I should say. Uh, I I was real disappointed myself. Woke up in a chair uh, right after the game ended, uh, and my in-laws think I'm a loser. So a few fun facts about that game that uh, John Legend was there. And they showed what? him a couple times. And come to find out, his nephew is a wide receiver, freshman wide receiver for the Gophers. I think he's okay. redshirting. But okay. John Legend, weird. In Fresno, have, that is weird. Fresno, he lives in L.A., right? Is that close? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Same. maps guy. The, uh, <laughs> But... Um, so the Gophers this week have Georgia Southern. Uh, I thought for about two days they were playing Georgia State. I was incorrect because Georgia State, I think, beat Tennessee week one. So I thought mm. – so the line didn't make sense for me initially, but then I found out it's Georgia Southern. Gophers are giving 15 and a half. Um, I, just doing sh- quick research, Georgia Southern lost to LSU 55-3 to week one. So mm. just based off of that, Gophers can easily cover. They will – this is the week they'll actually open it up. They'll put up quite a few points. They've had two close games, but they're going to win by uh, 24-plus. So, Gophers, mark it down. Yep, I'm 0-1-1. Thanks for trying to cheat me out of that push. That was a real bullshit move, but we'll we'll get get there. I may have to review the tape um, to see if they actually covered. So that, okay. that push is under dispute. All right. And well. on, on zero doings, I think we need to call brother Dave because we know that he was he... watching probably may have had cash on it. Okay. So he'll know. He'll know if you actually pushed. He'll know. Wait, wait, are you questioning whether they actually no. won by three? No. That I'm, no, I'm not. You're, you're questioning not. whether, uh, I had it at three or three and a half. Is that what yes. you're questioning? Okay. Uh, I am, but uh, in all honesty, no matter what it was, it was probably three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust you. You are you nothing if not honest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna give you the push. Don't worry. I'm not gonna go back to the tape. You're fine. Okay. We're yeah. So one and one, zero one and one. But the good news is both of our hot squads are two and zero oh outright. They are going to be 3-0. and They're going to go into the Big Ten season undefeated. Undefeated. All of the wind at their back, and things are going to get awesome. We're going to be fighting for a Big Ten West title, I think, at this point. There's no doubt in my mind. Nope. Thanks a lot, Bill.
Thank you, Dan. This has been the Big Ten Minute. See you next segment. Zerdox. Mi nombre es Sofía, en mi amor será don. Wrapping up here, Bill. I think this has gone pretty, pretty good. And I'm feeling good about how things are going to turn out this weekend, this Sunday. What say you? Well, uh, I agree. I think, as we mentioned earlier, that the Bears are absolutely going to be one and one going into week three at the Redskins on Monday Night Football. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to touching base with you next week regarding that. Also, next week, will be the return of See Me After Class. Uh, we do not have it on the docket this week. Just kind of, you know, uh, there wasn't quite enough that rankled me. So I didn't want to force it. We, you know, we are an open book here at Zero Doink, so we're not just going to force some humor down your throat. You know, we trust you, the listeners. Uh, speaking of listeners, last episode, episode six, Dan, episode six, our emergency podcast session after the Packers lost. I got it now. Uh, We we had a lot of great listeners, 13 states worth of listeners, the largest group, by the way. Guess where, which state had the largest uh, group of listeners? Take a guess. Wyoming. Close. Wisconsin. I uh, I think. Were they hate hate listens? They they probably were. Well, they probably loved it. They were probably yeah. they probably did a Google search or something of the like and just wanted to try to drink some Bears tears. So yeah. you're welcome, Wisconsin. You're welcome. But you know what? We're back. Bears are back. So, you know, revel in it now because we are going to whoop your ass the rest of the year. So I did also want to give a very friendly shout out to we had two listeners in the U.K. that listened to episode six. We had Good two day, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have two listeners in our home country of Ireland, Dan. That, that's oh. a first. That G'day, is amazing. <laughs> and, uh, put another shrimp on the Bobby. Uh, our listener in Mexico came back again. Thank Olay. you so much, Cap Bozo. I don't know how long your vacation is in Cancun, but God bless you. I hope it's all inclusive. And we did have one listener. Um, I don't know if it was for the first time, but maybe the first time in a while. In Canada, in Montreal, actually, a French Canadian, possibly a French Canadian, and 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 we are going to and Dan, you you can certainly close the show here. Uh, it can lead into maybe give a little hint as to what's coming here to close the show. Yeah, we of course are sponsored by Hams. I feel like we sort of neglected our uh, wonderful sponsor all the way till the end there. Much, very much apologize for that, Hams. We love you, um, but to make up for it, I um, I. I'm going to do an ad in, uh, in in French for our Montreal listeners. I don't know if you're French Canadian, but we're just we're just going to hammer it out. Feel good about we, that? Oh, I feel great about it. I listened to it earlier, and immediately my pants flew off involuntarily. So this is this is a great ad. It's it's up there with your your tribute to our. Uh, our listener in the Philippines who still hasn't returned yet. Shed a tear for that. Um, I know. Uh, Speaking of listeners, we want to interact with you. Please follow us at Zero Doinks uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We want to get to know you. We want to know all about your family. We absolutely love you. We appreciate all the time that you give us, and we still can't believe that anybody gives us a minute of their time, including our friends. But thank you to our friends also, of course. We love all of you. And Except you, for, you, Tim. Fuck off. Uh, that's a good point. And Rick Fieldsman, you're not really a friend. You're a bit of a frenemy. Hopefully you can get some internet access at the library this week and give Episode 7 a spin. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this isn't Episode 7. <laughs> not it? anymore. Okay, We're trending right. toward Episode 8. Thank all you right. for listening. Well, Thank thanks, you, Bill. Dan. Yeah, great times. Zero doinks. Doinks. Bye. Goodbye. This episode of Zero Doinks is once again brought to you by Ham's Beer. 
We would like to thank all of our listeners, but especially to our new listeners in Montreal, Canada. I'm not sure if you're French-Canadian, but to say thank you, I will guzzle some maple syrup into my hams, and I will read this week's ad in French. La bière hams a été brasé à Saint-Paul dans le Minnesota. A forares de route de la frontière canadienne, Ham's nest actionment pas vodou à Canada, ce qui est un tragédie nationale. Demandez à Justin Trudeau de tout laisser tomber et d'orrende Ham's bloss canadien que Wayne Gretzky, la poutine et al police monte. Se vous ne soutenez pas ce mouvement, alors vous êtes un grosse bête idiot. Merci de avoir écouté et de rendre hams Canadian again. For those of you who don't speak French, here it is again. Hams beer was originally brewed in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is just a four-hour drive to the Canadian border. Hams is currently not being sold in Canada, Canada which is a national tragedy. Please call on Justin Trudeau to drop everything and make hams more Canadian than Wayne Gretzky, Poutine, and Mounties. If you don't support this movement, then you're a big dumb dick. Thank you for listening and make hams Canadian again. Thank you all to all our listeners and drink hams.